Hello everyone and welcome back to the podcast. This week we'll be talking about Nightcrawlers and Melonheads. As always, if you like content like this, I would recommend following this podcast and leaving a review. This podcast is now available anywhere you listen to podcasts. Now, let's get started into this episode. The Frenzo Nightcrawler, also known as the Frenzo Alien, is a cryptid that has been spotted in Frenzo, California and Yosemite National Park as well as a few other places. In most of the sightings, it's only been sighted in video footage. However, there are more reports of sightings of the creature all over the world. Friends of Nightcrawlers appear to be a relatively short creature, with most of their height being made up of their legs, as they possess extremely small upper bodies. It is extremely hard to find details in the upper body of the cryptid due to the poor quality of evidence that has been collected. However, the evidence that has been collected shows that it's an extremely thin, white humanoid appearing to have no arms. A larger specimen appears to have webbing connected from each knee to the torso. Nightcrawlers appear to have a very short, thin, and silt-like feet. It is hard to judge the exact characteristics. After doing a little bit of research, there's only one person who I could find that has witnessed this creature in person. The witness, who happens to be a six-year-old ex-marine, and his wife were driving near Carmel on the night of December 12, 2014, when they came up over a hill and saw the seven foot tall slender gray creature which has been named the caramel area creature the witness had the following to say we had recently bought a place in the fort hill area which is in southeast highland county we first noticed about after 30 days of living here that we suddenly had a perfect circle that stays fresh and green no matter what weather in the front of our yard on friday night which was the 12th of december we were driving home after turning on Camel Road, which leads to our road, we went around the curve to by the Camel Church and then up a small incline and approximately 10 feet over the incline and in front of our truck, the alien ran across the road and into the woods. What do you guys think? Could this guy be making it up? If not, what do you think it was? Could it be the Nightcrawler or something totally different? I know that's short and sweet, but that's really all I could find on Nightcrawlers, as there isn't much information out about them yet. Let me know if you find any more information on Nightcrawlers. Now, let's talk about Melonheads. The name Melonhead is given to legendary beings that live in the forests of Michigan, Connecticut, and in Ohio. Different variations of the legend attribute to different origins. The creatures are said to appear as being mostly human with bulbous melon-like heads. The Ohio Melonheads The Melonheads were originally abandoned children that a scientist by the name of Dr. Crow decided to take care of at his facility in Kirtland, Ohio. While the children stayed at the facility, Dr. Crow performed torturous experiments on them. What got the children the name Melonheads was when Dr. Crow injected chemicals into their brains which caused their craniums to grotesquely grow. Because of the abnormal growth, they developed hydrocephalus, which caused them to become mentally retarded and insane. After years of abuse, the Melonheads brutally killed Dr. Crow and burned down his facility. After the murder of the mad scientist by the name of Dr. Crow, the Melonheads decided to inhabit the forest of Crybaby Bridge to survive the Melonheads' feast on the animals that they hunt down. Because of their paranoia of society, the Melonheads kill and cannibalize anyone that sees them to keep the Melonheads' cult to keep going. They have kept impregnating each other, which soon lead to inbreeding, making the offspring more retarded and lunatic. Now let's talk about the Michigan Melonheads. The Melonheads of Michigan are said to reside around Felt Mansion, although they have also been reportedly seen in southern forested areas of Ottawa County. According to one story, they were originally children with hydrocephalus who lived at the Junction Insane Asylum near Felt Mansion. The story explains that, after enduring physical and emotional abuse, they became feral mutants and were released into the forest surrounding the asylum. The Elegan County Historical Society asserts that the asylum never existed, although it was at one point a prison. The legend says that the children devised a plan to escape and kill the doctor that abused them. 
It is said that the children had no place to hide the body, so they cut it up in small pieces, which they hid around the mansion. Rumors exist that teenagers who had broken into the mansion saw ghosts of the children and claimed to see ghosts of the killing of the doctor through the light coming from the open door. The legend has spread throughout the region, even becoming a subject of a 2011 film simply titled The Melonheads, which is based around the West Michigan legend. Now let's talk about the Connecticut Melonheads. Several variations of the Melonhead myths can be found in Fairfield County, Connecticut. Most instances can be found in Trumbull, Shelton, Stratford, and Monroe. Others can be found in Seymour, Easton, Weston, Oxford, Milford, and Southbury. There are two primary Connecticut variations. According to the first variation of the myth, Fairfield County was the location of an asylum for the criminally insane that burnt down in the fall of 1960 resulting in the death of all the staff and most of the patients within 10 to 20 inmates unaccounted for supposedly having survived and escaped into the woods. The legend states that the Melonhead's appearances is the result of them having resorted to cannibalism in order to survive the harsh winters of the region due to inbreeding which in turn caused them to develop hydrocephalus. According to the second variation, the Melonheads are descendants of the colonial era family from Shelton Trumbull who were banished after accusations of witchcraft were made against them, causing them to retreat to the woods. As with the first legend, this variation attributes the appearance of melonheads to inbreeding. What do all of these variations of melonheads have in common? One thing I have noticed is a lot of inbreeding and asylums. Could the melonheads be used as a thing to kind of like scare people away from doing things they shouldn't? Or is there something actually to it? Let me know what you guys think. Here is an audio clip from Destination America of somebody talking about their experiences with the melon head. Enjoy. Mutant melon heads hiding out in America's backwoods like an island of misfit toys. These small but monstrous humanoids allegedly prey upon people who wander into their territory. One night in 1986, near Naples, Florida, Steve Pate and a friend were playing a neighborhood war game. They turned up as captives and were left tied to a tree. A melon head was closing in. This thing was coming up from behind us. He could see around the tree, past me. I couldn't turn around, but I could hear us breathing. It was almost like it was excited that it was terrifying me. I started shaking. Fear was the only thing that helped me get free. I immediately just started trying to tear my hands apart, rubbing them against the tree to break the tape. Eventually it broke. All I could think of was this thing is going to get me. I didn't even notice the cuts in my hands from the tape digging into my skin. I had the scars on my wrist for a long time. The scars would heal. The imprint left by his melonhead encounter has lasted a lifetime. If I see something in the dark, see something move in the shadows, or just see something that resembles its shape, it brings it all back. Unfortunately, lives with you forever. I don't doubt myself ever what I saw that night. I stayed awake from Dracula Drive. I was scared to ever go back. Honestly, I believe they're still in that area. 
when they want to come out, they'll come out. They're not going to be a sideshow for you. They're not going to be your entertainment. What do you guys think of that? Do you think he's making it up or do you think there's actually something to it? Let me know what you guys think. That's all I have for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and I can't wait to see you guys next time. Thank you.